How many during these trying times have had to call upon the Lord and say, Lord, help me through this? Every day, Lord, help me through this. Lord, watch over me. Watch over my family. Watch over the church. Watch over all of us. And I know that He is watching over us because the Bible says He's got an all-seeing eye. Amen? It's called Larry moved off down to Albany away from us. Why? That don't mean God don't know where He's at. And but we miss Him. You know, being down there, but I know it's best. And and uh, but it's good to see him. And you're his boy, aren't you? And, now, who's the other stranger y'all brought with you? Yeah, him. Who is it, Larry? My youngest. Your youngest son. All right. Have you been here before? Long time. Well, let's give these guys a hand anyway. Anybody else that's new here today? Uh, do we have any new ones here today for the first time here in this building? Well, we're glad to have you anyway. A pretty good looking crowd back in here this morning. I know there's some out in the parking lot because they called and asked me if they're going to be out there for the time being. Told them, yeah. If you have your Bible, stand with me this morning and look with me in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. They sang them songs this morning. I didn't know what they were going to sing. But I know they went right along as part of them with these messages this morning. Amen, and uh, and usually do. Usually do. Some way, somehow, it'll connect to it. I'm going to begin reading in verse 9 there. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. If you found it, say amen this morning. Amen. All right, here we go. Paul's writing in here with a Corinthian church, the first church of Corinth, and he said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. How many knew that this morning? Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. These next words, take them seriously. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor idolatresses, nor feminine, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Does anybody know now who will not inherit the kingdom of God? Alright, let's get it all laid out here. Verse 11, and Paul said, And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That's powerful stuff. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. That's powerful speaking too, ain't it? Verse 13, Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fortification, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. 
And God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by His own power. Verse 15, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? How many knows that? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid, he said. Verse 16, What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot? Anybody know what a harlot is? Okay. Is one body. For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Verse 17, But he that is joined unto the Lord is what? Is one spirit. Verse 18, he said, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. How many believe that? They're getting weaker all the time. Verse 19, What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Verse 20, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, he said, Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, uh, which are God's. Brother Larry, extra blessings on this reading this morning. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We just ask that everything said and done today in this church and this service will be what you want it to be. And Father, we ask today that you are not Brother Ralph, you bring the word. We ask that we have a clear understanding and we are touched by what he does, what he says. And Lord, we ask that our kid leader in this church today will just touch his knee. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Brother Larry. You know, I'm reading some this week, and I thought back in the week that God had given me a message and did. Uh, but uh, then yesterday, before yesterday evening, Friday night, I'm mixed up these days sometimes. I was sitting there, and I just picked up the Bible, and I got to read it, and I got to read it over through here. And I read this, and this struck me. There's some things in it. And I knew then that that's what God wanted me to preach. What God wanted me to preach. And so I got to looking at this. Uh, and, and, you know, Ronnie is singing that song, uh, uh, The White Oak on the Hill there. And uh, it said something about uh, help me to straighten up and go on. You know, how many during this time that we're going through has asked God, you just felt like you was at the breaking point, but then you remembered who God was. And you just said, God strengthened me for one more day. We need to take it one day at a time. Hey, man. You know, God don't work on mine your timetable. Anybody know that? He, he said, in my ways is not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts, but mine are higher than yours. And I'm glad this morning they are, because sometimes I don't think too straight, uh, especially as I age and I'm getting on there. But Paul was writing here to them, and he said, I'm going to start back at verse 9, and I want to 
sort of slow down if I can and not be like a thoroughbred this morning. And so we'll have time to let the Word of God sink into us. We need to get it sunk into us, don't we? It said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit uh, the kingdom of God. And, and, uh, uh, but be not deceived. Be not deceived. How many times in you reading the Bible do you see that these words, very same words from different people, uh, warns us and says, be not deceived. Uh, don't be deceived. Do you think today that there's a world of people out here uh, that's being deceived? They're being deceived, not only by the devil, but the work of the devil. Uh, they're being deceived through our government leaders and through our, uh, all of these people in high places. Uh, they're being deceived. Uh, and so, but, and they don't take time. It's just like the devil uh, has took over people's minds uh, and souls. How many believe that this morning? Uh, I mean, the world has become a wicked world. Uh, and somebody asked me the other day, they said, Brother Ralph, uh, uh, said, uh, 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 said, what do you think is happening? I said, what do you mean, what do I think is happening? They said, well, what do you think is going on? I said, the Bible uh, is simply being fulfilled. Uh, and so it's awful easy, hey man, uh, it's awful easy today, the time that we live in, uh, to be deceived, hey man. How many believe that? Uh, and there's a lot of people being deceived today. You say, what are you talking about being deceived. Uh, they are lying to the people. They're promising people uh, everything, uh, but they're being deceived. Uh, and, and so, uh, uh, because, let me read a little bit more here. Uh, uh, Paul said, be not deceived. Uh, 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 be not deceived. Uh, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, uh, nor adulteresses, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revealers, uh, nor extortioners uh, shall inherit uh, the kingdom of God. Uh, that is just the line. That's the word of God there. Amen. Uh, well, what is their lawmakers saying today? Uh, what's the lawmakers saying today about that? Some of these things, you look at them uh, and they're all sin, uh, but they're making laws today uh, that goes against uh, what God says is sin. Uh, they're passing laws saying uh, it is not wrong to do it. Uh, and so people today uh, are being deceived. Uh, and the most of the people uh, that are being deceived today, uh, not all, but many of them, uh, perhaps has been to church over the years. Uh, at one time, they've heard the Word of God, uh, but then uh, they've been deceived. Uh, and now then they're out there, uh, and they're just saying, well, uh, if it feels good, then do it. Amen. But if it feels good, sometimes uh, you better not do it uh, because it's sin. Amen. Uh, and I've just read to you uh, here what the Bible says. Hey man, Mark, sometimes, you know, and I have had people back when I evangelized every place, I've had people just come up to my face now and say, I don't like you. I look back at them and say, well, I love you and I'm praying for you. That gets people quicker than anything. When they mad and they come up to you, and tell you they don't like you. I've even told them they hate me, you know. 
And I said, well, I love you and I'm going to pray for you. I've seen some so mad this I don't want you praying for me. But I come back and I say, you can't stop me because you ain't going to be around. Amen. Nobody can stop me from praying from you. Amen, Brother Rick. Come on, brother. Nobody. But all of these things that I just mentioned here, I just mentioned here, all of these the Bible says is sin, and the Bible says that no sin is going to enter into the kingdom of God. Is that what the Word of God said? No sin is going to enter in. Now, there's willful sin, and you know, then we just sometimes we just. Something comes out of our mouth, but thank God that Jesus Christ died, sets the right hand of the Father, interceding for us today. So he says here in verse uh, in verse ten, uh, at the end of it, he said, "None of these shall inherit the kingdom of God." In other words, uh, if you're doing these things, uh, you cannot go to heaven. Just to write it out, some people you gotta play out a picture, draw them a picture, but. He said, if you do any of these things, uh, he said, you can't go to heaven unless you repent of them. I'm glad that that wasn't final saying. I'm glad that Jesus said, I died for your sins, for all of your sins, not just one of your sins or two of your sins, uh, but I died for all of your sins. Amen. Is anybody glad of that? And so this next verse, this has really got to me. And I was sitting there and God just, I mean, that just jumped out at me. In verse 11, it said, so we done established that who can go and who can't go. In verse 11, Paul said, and such are some of you. Is that what that says? Let me read it again. And such are some of you. Do what? Oh, some of you were. See there how easy, Mark, it is to be deceived oh, yeah. if we don't have the Word of God to back us up. <laughs> and, but it does, it said, and such were some of you. Now the Bible tells us that we all have been sinners. Have you ever been a sinner? The Bible says we were born into sin. At the age of accountability, then we are responsible for ourselves. You say, what do you mean at the age of accountability? When you learn to know right from wrong, uh, then you're on your own. Hey Amen. Uh, Mom and daddy ain't got nothing to do with it. Grandpa and grandma ain't got nothing to do with it. You're on your own, buddy, between you and God. Uh, so he said, and such were some of you. And I just, just sat there. I just stopped when I read that. One line there. And I looked at that and I let it sink in. And then when I looked at that second line there, man, that is on shouting ground there. It said, but ye are washed. (laughs) But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus uh, and by the Spirit of God, uh, thank be unto God this morning, church. What that is saying there this morning, and I looked at that and I thought back, you know, and I thought, my God, uh, I once was some of all of these things here. Uh, Not all of them, but I had committed the biggest most of them. Uh, No, I wasn't one of these, you know, but and all of that, what he's talking about there. 
But I was a drunkard. I was among some of these other things here that God spoke to me about. And listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. When I read that, and, and such were some of you, and I thought, man, uh, that'll be good to share with the church. Uh, and so he was said, such uh, were some of you. Uh, matter of fact, such was all of you uh, in you this morning, because the Bible says uh, we've all sinned uh, and come short uh, of the glory of God. Amen. I've come short. You've come short. So we don't have a right just because we one time were sinners. We one time were partakers of these things here. One time we were. But thanks be unto God and God's grace. uh, I have been washed this morning. Has anybody been washed in the blood of the Lamb today? Has anybody had uh, the Lamb uh, of God applied uh, to their life? Uh, I was a drunkard among drunkards. Among many other things I'm ashamed to talk about. And I once were one of them. But because of Jesus Christ uh, and because of His mercy and His love uh, and His grace, uh, because He came uh, as a Lamb of God, uh, a perfect sacrifice, uh, and because uh, He went... uh, to God got the hill uh, and they nailed him to the cross uh, and they speared him in the side uh, put a crown of thorns uh, on him till the blood run down uh, and dripped off uh, from his body uh, because of that brother Larry, I have been washed uh, in the blood uh, amen of the lamb I'm about to go off here praise God hallelujah <laughs> have you been washed in the blood this morning If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb this morning, uh, then you can uh, inherit the kingdom of heaven. That's right, brother. Come on. And I thought of that and I said, Oh, Lord, I remember when I was so and so. But, Lord, I also remember that day uh, that you spoke to my heart. Uh, Lord, I also remember that day. that I said, it's me, Lord. I need help. I need help, Lord. Would you please help me out of this life that I'm in? And thanks be unto God. That day I became one of them. When I was one of them, that day I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. That day He changed my life. Not just for a week, not just for a month, not just for a year, but He changed my life, uh, put a desire in my heart, uh, amen, that I uh, am going to make heaven uh, my home, uh, no matter uh, the cost of it, uh, I've got a made up mind, hallelujah, I've made my mind up, uh, I've got my heart right with God, uh, and I'm going to go through uh, whatever God sends me through, uh, and I'm going to get through it, uh, why, because uh, I know God is my shepherd this morning, uh, I know He's the way. I'm heading. Woo! Hallelujah. Lord, I wanted to do that all day yesterday. <laughs> Glory be the name of the Lord. He didn't only save me. Look at that verse 11. I'm stuck on that. He said, it's such for some of you, but... I've always said, if you see the word but, B-U-T, or the word elf, I-elf, You better not skip over the next few words what it's saying. Because if you do, you might miss a whole chapter of what it really means. But he said, but 
And boy, it meant a lot here. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. Sanctified simply means you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb, Brother Larry. Brother Trace, we've been washed by the blood of the Lamb this morning. Hallelujah. Had that blood applied to my life. And not only been born again, not only been saved, not only had the blood applied to my life. Not, no, not, and it's just not all of that together. Uh, that was the starting of greater things uh, for me. I don't know about you, uh, but one day God uh, uh, sanctified me. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, what do you mean He sanctified you? Uh, he took me out of the world, I uh, sin. Uh, sanctified me. Uh, washed me. Uh, and cleaned me up. Uh, well, glory to God. Uh, and cleaned me up. Uh, and he sanctified me uh, and set me apart from the world of sin. Uh, set me apart uh, from the drunken parties uh, and all of these other things uh, that I used to go to in Indianapolis and Louisville uh, and everywhere I took a notion to go. I went there. Uh, he was around here. Uh, Paul, he sanctified me. Uh, that simply means he took me out of the world uh, that I was in, washed me, cleansed me up uh, and set me into the world that I'm in today uh, and called me to preach the gospel uh, and that's why I'm here this morning uh, get behind me devil uh, you can't stop me devil uh, from preaching what thus saith uh, the Lord of God today Woo, hallelujah oh, does anybody feel it this morning does anybody feel it this morning hallelujah I've been called a fanatic and I am one that's what you want to call me for Jesus uh, amen Woo, glory he said, but ye are sanctified. Why am I sanctified? But ye are justified. Justified means you've been forgiven of your sins. You've been put right with God. Been put right with God. And we've been done it all. It all comes down to this. Paul said, in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. It's about Jesus Christ this morning. It's not about you and me. Uh, amen. And this thing, it is for you and me. It's for you and I. Think it's for you and me. It's for you and me. It's for you and everybody else out there that wants it. Uh, you can get it. Amen. That's a good part. God's not like, a, like, not like the world out there, not like a lot of people, not like a lot of preachers today. God's not that way. He's no respecter of person. Anybody know that? He'll take you just as you are. You won't have to go to school. You won't have to go through no training to clean up. You give your heart to Jesus Christ and He'll do the cleaning. Amen. You know, God didn't call me to, God didn't call me to clean them. He didn't call me to clean them, Brother Larry. I tried that when I started preaching there on two or three. That don't work. God told me one day, he said, boy, he said, you just catch them, leave the cleaning to me. Yeah, man. I'll make a mess out of them if I start trying to clean somebody up. <laughs> Anybody hear me? Anybody hear me? I said, I'll make a mess if I start cleaning you up. Not my job to clean you up. It's my job to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to you. 
It's not my job to pat you on the back or pat myself on the back. That's not my job either. Uh, it's my job to preach you, uh, not some myth out here uh, that some fool has written up uh, on his opinion. Uh, but I must preach what thus saith the Word of God because this is the only truth that you're going to get out of any book right here that you'll never find the truth in any other book except the book of the Word of God. Amen. It's the whole Word of Truth. Oh, word of truth. Now, Lord, y'all don't preach me death this morning. <laughs> Verse 13, it said, meat for the belly and the belly for me. In other words, it's all about us. But God shall destroy both it. Anybody hear that? Yeah. And them. Now, the body, the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. See, that's a team right there. God made these bodies. And He made them put His Spirit in. And so, if we have our Spirit of God in us, see, He owns, He owns not only the Spirit, but He owns the body too. You don't own your body. I thought of that song Brother Ronnie sings. I thought I was a mighty big man. I thought I didn't need nobody. I didn't need my wife. I didn't need my family. I didn't need no church. I didn't need God. I didn't need nobody. I thought I could do everything I wanted to do on my own. I thought that. And you know what? God allowed me to think that. He just didn't allow me to think it. He allowed me to go out there and prove what a fool I was in. He did. He, he allowed me to prove what a fool I had been. Has anybody else been there? Oh, you thought you could slip around. You thought you could do everything. And you thought you could get by with it. You thought you had it hid. I was at the point in my life as a sinful one time. I didn't care who knowed it. I didn't care if God knowed it. And then again, he proved me to be a fool. Because I read one day, I don't own my body. I don't own anything. Exactly, God owns my body. Everything. God owns it, brother. He made God made us. You know why He made us? Not to go out here and, and wear these bodies out in sinning. No. He didn't want us to use these bodies up and out here sinning. He wanted us to use them to glorify Him. Do we owe God that? Do we owe God anything today? We owe Him everything today. Let's just give Him a hand of praise. Say, thank you, God, for what you've given me today. Amen. I believe if we would thank Him for all that He does for us, we'd thank Him more and pray, praise Him more. I believe we'd be blessed more. Amen. I don't know who I stand to be blessed anymore, and I'm blessed right now, though. But I'll change it. If the Lord wants to bless me, go ahead, Lord, lay it on me. He said, verse 14, And God hath both... Raised up the Lord. He's already raised up Jesus. How many believe that? Now let's say they will also raise up us by His own power. How many believe He's going to raise us up one of these days? Not on my power, not on your power, but God said, the Bible says God will do it on His own power. See, the devil is limited to power. He's just limited to power that you and I give him. Or God allows him to have. He's just limited to it. 
But God is unlimited to what power he's got. Amen. You know, the Bible says we have the power. Look at somebody, look at your wife, look at your husband, look at your son, look at your daughter, look at one another and say, we have the power in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, speak up. Tell them we have the power in the name of Jesus. Amen. If we would only take that and we say we believe it, and if we put forth our works, our efforts uh, to show God that we believe it, I'm telling you what, this whole world would change and change in a hurry. Amen. We have the power to say, get behind me, Satan. We have the power in Jesus' name uh, to be healed. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have the power to say, Jesus, bring this to a halt. And if all ever Christian would do that, Jesus would bring it to a halt. Amen. Amen. See, man can just do a few things, but God can do all things. He said over Luke 1, Luke 137. He said, with God, all things are possible. Oh, yeah, man. Have you ever seen God work the impossible in your life? Yeah. He can work the impossible yes, sir. for you and me. And one point that I can make on that is you couldn't save yourself. You wasn't good enough to save yourself. Right. Anybody believe that? Amen. You couldn't save yourself. I could have died on that cross that Jesus died on. I could have shed every drop of blood in me. Uh, no but it wouldn't have done you a bit of good. And it wouldn't have done me no good. Hey, man. Amen, it, had to take a, it had to take the blood of a perfect yeah. sacrifice. And no man is perfect. Hey, man. No man is perfect. I hear people say, well, so-and-so's perfect. I said, no, they're not. Well, how do you know they're not? Because the Bible says there ain't but one perfect, and that's God himself. It's only perfect, and they is. Oh, I busted some of his bubbles, didn't he? You thought you was perfect, didn't you? <laughs> Bless them, Lord. All right. Know you not now that your bodies are the members of Christ. Now, now, now who's members... Do you belong to? Who 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 owns you? Our members of Christ. Shall I then? Paul said, "Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot?" He said, "God forbid." Y'all looking at me like, well, I don't know what you just said there. Well, I'm glad you did because I want to explain it for you. We've done said that God owns us. God made us. And these members we've got, these hands, what do you think he made them for? To go out here and use them to commit murder or commit sin of some kind? What do you think he made these eyes for? To go to these strip clubs or these dancers? And some of you, some of you husbands sitting there looking so guilty. <laughs> Has anybody been there? I have. I'm gonna, I've done confess it all to God. I've been to these places. But some, some people look so innocent and they've done the same things I've done. They say, man, you're crazy. You're going to admit that? I said, if I can't admit it to people, then I can't admit it to God. Amen. I do it for one reason. And that's to tell somebody, no matter what I've done, 
God forgave me for it. God forgave me for it. And so he said, don't take these members that I have made in your body and go out here and use them for all these sinful things. He said, I didn't make you to do that. God didn't make us to do that. He didn't make me to do it. See, I done that because I was deceived in the devil. But I done it. But God said, you need to use the members that I made to you to give me praise with. I give you these hands to clap. I give you these arms and hands to raise. Let's everybody raise their hand. Let's see if you got two hands. Let's see if you got two of them. Some people act like you just got one arm. Don't that feel good? Don't that feel good? All right, put them down. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. <laughs> Feel good? Yeah. Well, let's do it one more time. Praise God. Now then, we've done it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen, brother. Praise the name of the Lord this morning. Ain't he wonderful? Amen, brother. Woo. <laughs> Verse 16 said, What know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Now hear what he's talking about. When me and my wife got married, we was two different bodies. All right? You understand that? Before y'all got married, you was two different ones. But when you come and you said, I do, and you said, I do, then you became one flesh. Amen. Amen. What do you shake your head at me for? <laughs> so, me and my wife is one for the body's concerned. But now listen. We're two people, but we, we're joined together as one. But he that is joined unto the Lord is just one spirit. Me and her has a spirit of peace. But from I, they're just one spirit of the Lord. And when I join that spirit and she joins that spirit, we become one spirit. We become one spirit. One spirit. And what that's saying is, one way, of, one way of thinking about it, she's responsible to get herself there, and I'm responsible to get myself there. Oh, yeah, now, if she don't want to go, that's not going to change my mind that I'm going. And if I decide not to want to go to heaven, I don't want, I don't want her to change her mind. Because hell's going to be a terrible place oh, yeah. to go to. You think people say, well, I ain't never seen nothing like what's going on here today. I ain't never seen. Lord, it can't get no worse. If you miss heaven, you'll find out whether it get any worse or not. Amen. If you miss heaven, you missed it all. He said, flee fornication. I got word fornication again. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Verse 19, he said, what? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost? How many knew that? How many knew these bodies were the temple of the Holy Ghost? Which, there you go, Mark, which is in you, which ye have of God, and, and ye are you, now listen to this, and you are not your own. How many thought you were your own person? How many thought you were your own person? 
How many thought that you was in control of your life? You know, there's a lot of people think they can control their own destiny. They think they can control their own destiny. But you can't. You can't control your own destiny. I've heard people say, well, it's your life. You can control your destiny. No, you might control what you want to do for a while. But there's going to come a time that you're not going to be able to control your destiny. God has already got a plan for you and me. How many believe that God's got a plan? The Bible says God had a plan for you. God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for you. How many believe that? God's got a plan for you. Let's not sit around and waste many good years trying to figure out what that plan is. Just get up and go serving God and God will show you what it is. Amen? All right. Verse 20 and I'm going to close. Jesus said, the Bible says here in verse 20, he said, for ye, for you, are what? For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. God's own body and God's own spirit. God made every one of us and he put his spirit in every one of us. We are completely 100% belongs to God today. 100%. Not, you can't just be 99% for God. You've got to be 100% for God. Got to be 100% for God. Oh, God. God can change lives, can't He? He can change lives. I know. He changed mine. Notice what He said. What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. I thought of that. I thought of that. That's why I say we owe everything to God. How many believe that? We owe the breath that we're breathing right now. We owe it to God. Amen. We owe, I owe, I owe God for my wife. I owe God for my children. I owe God for everything that I, I don't say that I own it. God owns everything that I have. And when I'm gone one of these days, John, when I'm gone, my wife's gone, and the kids don't want what I've got, then I don't care who moves in there. It's supplied a roof over my head since 1971. Comfortable home. It ain't no big, beautiful home or nothing. I ain't going to spend all my money on these big, beautiful things when just common things makes me happy. Amen. You know why? Because, Brother Larry, I ain't going to live there forever. Amen. I ain't going to live there forever. Nope. Now, if you want to build your new house, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but if you build it for the right reason, if you build it to supply your need, but if you just build it for people to drive by and look at it and say, oh, look what a beautiful home they got. Look what a beautiful home they got. Some people just does that, just to have people to come by and look. You believe that or not? 
But if you do it, and then do it, you know, because you're blessed and God has blessed you, there's nothing wrong with that. See, we're all different, aren't we? Yeah. We all different. Somebody's right now say, boy, I'm glad I ain't like you. <laughs> That's all right. I love you anyway. But it all boils down to one thing. When Jesus comes back, oh, yeah. it ain't going to boil down to what kind of house you live in. It's not going to come down to how much money you got in the bank. It's not going to come down if you're driving a Cadillac or a T-model. It's not going to come down to that. You know what it's going to come down to? If you feel you've had this blood applied to your life. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of people dying and going to hell. You know why? Because they never got saved. And they kept putting it off saying, one day I will. One day I will. Jesus said today, Today is the day of salvation. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, you're invited to come. You want me to pray with you? I'll pray with you. And if you want to just come and spend time with Jesus, you come and spend time with Jesus. Don't worry about what so-and-so will say. Don't worry about them. You think about what you need to do right now what you need to do right now. And I know this church. They're not going to laugh and they're not going to make fun of you if you want to come and give your heart to Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll be a praying week. Stand with me today as we dismiss. If you need to pray, the altar's open. God searched through heaven and couldn't find one willing to be the supreme sacrifice that was Yeah.
Dios. 